This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network. Hello, and welcome to the Butterfly Connection. Connecting your soul to source with Molly Ray Randall and Sarah Courtney. We are all connected, and we are not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul, gain movement in your life, and reconnect with your authentic self? Join us each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential. It's It's time time to fly. This is BK5, Guide to Self-Care. Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. It's Molly and Sarah back again for another fantastic week of speaking about self-care, self-love, things we can do to focus on self-care. And that's really, that's going to be the biggest topic for today. The reason why we are getting to this topic has everything to do with what we're experiencing in having to work on taking better care of ourselves and getting rid of all the outside chaos of life and jobs and kids and husbands and things and to remember that we are important. And quite frankly, if we are not taking care of ourselves, then we do not take care of others quite as well as we could if we are taking care of ourselves. Now, I know some of you are probably hearing that and going, well, isn't it selfish if I put myself first above my children or my husband or my relationship or or my parents or any anybody that is significant in your life? And I know that society has really taught us that we should be putting others first. But if you think about it, we're going to use the analogy of a cup. If your cup is full, then you are able to give water to others. If your cup is empty, then you're not able to even help those around you in a way that you would be able to if your cup was full. Right. And if your cup is overflowing, then all that is is pretty much just a mess right in front of you. And then you focus on the mess instead of giving to yourself and giving to others. And I was just thinking about that this week. It's where does the stress really come from in our lives? If you could sit down and write down all the three main stressors in your life. I know for me, it's, you know, uh, raising my child. It's making sure that I have my job in check. And it's the relationships around me. So Those are my three things, my three stressors. But really, what can be stressors are actually the things that we should be focusing on. And one of those things to focus on also is ourselves. So I think if you could take stress list and turn it into all of the things that you want as a priority in your life, then you can start to work to fill the cup in the different pieces, in the different ways that you need to in order to create balance. 
because self-care is just one thing in, in terms of balance that we need to have in our lives. And like Molly said, you can't be things for others. You can't be, take on those roles if you don't put yourself on the list. So that's something we really need to think about, you know, because we don't put ourselves down as a stress on our list. It's usually everything else going on. And so that's what I've come to discover this week is my list has been full of a lot of things, but I have not been on it. And what's interesting, I'm going to play a little bit on what Sarah's saying about a stress list. If you are taking care of yourself and everybody can kind of might have their own definition of taking care of themselves, I'm going to tell you what my perception of taking care of self is. So taking care of self for me is eating. I am guilty of getting so caught up in life that I might eat once or twice a day. That first and foremost, not good for my my system, not good for my metabolism, not not good for my capability to think well. So, you know, first and foremost, make sure you're eating and make sure you're drinking. We need our water. It's so important to to live and thrive. Yes, I am guilty for that. Not drinking enough water. Mm -hmm. Then the next big thing on the list is sleeping. Our bodies need sleep. And more than three or four hours or five, we're not Energizer bunnies, you know, and even the Energizer bunny battery runs out. You got to fill it up again. You know, we're the same way where we can go so long, but we have we need that restorative sleep. So big things on the list. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. Make sure you're giving yourself enough water. Make sure you're eating and eating regularly. And we're laughing here right now because Sarah's stomach literally just grumbled when I said, make sure you're eating. So Sarah understands. Right. Because I haven't eaten yet really today. So I'm already in trouble. (laughs) Right. So we're all going to be working on this self-care thing this week. And for weeks to come, we've got those three main things. And then other self-care is you got to have some hobbies. What are some things that you enjoy to do doing that you can maybe set aside and do for yourself? Sarah and I, we're musicians. We have that soul connection to music. It's very relaxing and healing and a great stress reducer for us. Yes. And I, I really feel like you all out there probably have something, even if it's something really small, that you love to do on the side that you always say, oh, I just never have time for that. It could be something as simple as just being able to sit down for five minutes and have a cup of coffee in a nice quiet place where you can just kind of clear your head. It, it doesn't even have to be something specific or that where you have to go someplace to go do it. Mm-hmm. It's give it's allowing yourself to have the time set aside for you. Right. And the important thing the important thing is once you get those essentials of eating and sleeping and drinking, which is your like physical self-care, we now have emotional self-care and spiritual self-care. You know, the mind, body, spirit all goes together. So what Sarah's saying with finding that hobby or something that 
really brings you joy, painting or reading or or anything like that, walking, any of that, you want to make sure that you're doing that as it's really important for your mental and emotional self-care. Yes. And we're very, very good at scheduling our lives, aren't we? We all have smartphones or some sort of a scheduling thing that we use on a daily basis to schedule doctor's appointments, taking child to a sporting thing, a practice or a game, whatever it may be. We're really good at scheduling all that stuff. But at least in my experience, I am not good at scheduling time for me into my daily routine. It's one thing if you do something nice for yourself once a week, that's great and everything, but we have stress and anxiety and fears and worries on a daily basis. So I think it's so important that you don't just say, oh, I'm going to add this. You have to literally schedule it because that's how our lives work these days. We have to schedule things in until it becomes part of the routine, like brushing your teeth. So it, it, it is that important, my friends. It is that important that you should be scheduling it in because you're worth it, period. You are worth it. You are worth taking the time for you. As you take that time for you, here's the beautiful thing about your stress list. Those things that you might have started out with on that stress list, like my kid's driving me crazy, I'm trying to get this work done, my kid's driving me crazy, or or um, my husband's driving me crazy, or this work's driving me crazy. If you're taking care of yourself and giving your mind, body, and spirit what it needs, those stressors are not stressors because now you have the ability to see them for the beauty that they are. Our children, we don't want them to be stressors. We all have that. We all have that when our minds are filled with 50 things we need to do and the kids are like, mom, draw me a picture. How do you spell this? Or anybody like your spouse, even your pets, even even your pets can be stressors if they're getting into things while you're trying to get work done. But when you start to take care of yourself and your kid comes to you and says, can you help me with this picture? Instead of thinking in your mind, oh, one more thing to add to my list, you can actually take that moment and that little piece of time and go, sure, let's draw this picture together. And now it's went from a stressor to a joyful list. Then you can start to see All of the joyous things that used to stress you out are now the blessings that are in your life. Right. And think about it this way. When we have stress, when we feel stress, certain chemicals get released in the brain for stress. And then um, if any of you are familiar with endorphins, when you do something that makes you happy, that makes you have joy, you release a different chemical in your brain. And from the research that I've read, that negates the stress because you're changing literally the chemistry of your brain. And I guess I felt the need to say that in a scientific way because our body chemistry is what we choose to do on a daily basis. Our body chemistry is what we eat. It is getting the sleep. It's how we deal with stress. 
And if you can utilize something in your life that gives you joy, you're literally changing the chemical process in your body. And you will find that you will be able to process stress better. And I'm also learning this myself now with anxiety. With anxiety comes stress, you know, but processing it different by doing the things that I love has actually brought my anxiety level down. And so much of that is just stopping, stopping the old pattern, stopping yourself. You feel yourself getting heightened stress. You feel your blood pressure raising and you just stop and you go into a different place and you sit down, even if it's for 15 minutes, and read a book. And anyone who says that, oh, well, I don't have 15 minutes, I'm sorry, I'm guilty of this too, but we do. We have the time. Or we can make the time. And it's just that kind of a thing that I think needs to be talked about more. Yes. And we have to remember that we are important. We all are important. You are important. You are so important that you are worth that 15 minutes you're going to carve out of your life or five minutes or 30 minutes or whatever you need to do to get self-care. You are worth it. Yes. Your soul is worth it. Your body is worth it. Your mind is worth it. You are worth it. No matter where you're at in life, whether you don't think you have a purpose or you think you do have a purpose or you're going in the direction you want to go in or you're, you're not sure what direction you want to go in, we are all here for a purpose and we are all worth it. Yes. And I think what is amazing about that concept is if you believe that you are worth it, then then your thought process can also change. Because a lot of us have, I know I can speak for myself and Molly, we have both come from places in our life where we didn't feel that we had worth. And therefore, we felt that the only way to fill our cup was to take care of or fix everyone else. And in our, in our growth, in our spiritual growth, we have realized that that is not our purpose. Our purpose is to be our most authentic selves. Our purpose is to find who we are so that we can go out into the world and spread that light. And every single person on this planet has that light. I mean, everybody, it's like literally built in, like Iron Man with the light in the chest. (laughs) So believing you're worth it, you can say it, but to truly live it, I think, is a whole other ball of wax, as they say. But it is possible. It is so possible. And our spiritual connection that we can have to source is one of the most amazing ways that we can learn to have self-worth. And it is an important part of self-care 
whether you are a person who who enjoys going to church or a place of service where you can connect spiritually together, whether you're someone who enjoys going to drum circles or meditating to connect to source or yoga or yoga, anything that allows your soul to have self-care is just as important as the physical and the emotional and the mind. You have to have the self-care spiritually. You might be asking, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. What, what, what is self-care spiritually? And this is one thing, Sarah and I, one of the reasons why we're having this discussion is recently we've gotten so caught up in life that even the things we know that we can do to have self-care from every aspect, including spiritually, we forgot about it. We momentarily forgot about it. And guess what happened? All of those things that used to be on the joy list became stressful. And it became so stressful that then you get into meltdown mode. And then you get into, I don't even like myself right now. Or I don't even want to be around anybody right now because I can't even handle one more little thing. And I know that everybody experiences this from time to time. And regardless of where you're at, on your spiritual journey, on your life journey, this is going to happen time in and time out again. And so here are some things that you can do to help with that. Yes. I mean, I think the first thing to do is it's called clearing it's that's like the name for it but clearing yourself could be something like saging yourself it could be something like taking a salt bath it could be something such as meditation um, these are just some examples uh, or lists of things that could help you to connect on a spiritual level. Another thing that I love is the smudging. Mm-hmm. And smudging is basically a sage stick that you light and you literally allow the sage to go come across your body, basically the smoke from the stage, and it really clears. The great thing about saging, the real definition is smudging, is that you can clear your house out, which is beautiful. You can open up the windows, you can go across your house with a smudge stick and completely clear out the energy that is in your home. It's amazing how this feels. If you have never done this before, We're actually going to create a video on how to smudge your house. And we'll have that online for you. And it's great because if you have not done this before, you can feel a lighterness in your home when you are done. Yes. And it's also been proven, too, that sage itself is not just a a cleansing of energy and a creating of lightness in the house, but it actually kills germs too. So it's a lovely thing to do after a kiddo has gotten sick or if you've gotten sick or if, you know, 
a lot of people have come to visit. It's a good thing to do after because germs aren't just on surfaces. They're also in the air we breathe, too. So it's kind of like a two for one deal when you can smudge to energetically cleanse, but also to cleanse some yucky germs. Yes. Awesome. So what are some other things that uh, we can we can talk about? Crystals. Yes. I love my crystals. Crystals are a fascinating thing. They all have energy. There's certain meanings behind crystals. There's certain properties behind each crystal. There's certain things you can utilize with crystals. I know for me, blue celestite is an amazing crystal that just helps calm you. I keep this in my office. Right next to, like right on my desk, literally. So if I feel stressed out, I literally hold the blue celestite and I create an intention of clearing, calming energy. And that really helps me to kind of like clear out and refocus. Yes. And I tend to be guided to have amethyst also. Amethyst is a beautiful purple stone that you can use as a protective stone if you know you're going to be in a situation where a lot of people are going to be around and you have to control your energy in such a way where you need to shield yourself if you feel as though you have empathic abilities or that you know that you're an empath i carry that around with me or i wear it around my neck all of the time much as possible and that helps to me to shield myself from harsh energies or just a lot of energies at once yeah that's really great so all of these little things that we have briefly talked about with you are ways that you can start to spiritually clear there's also some great meditations that help you to ground yourself One way that you could quickly start to ground yourself is literally by closing your eyes. And, well, the great thing, if you really want to take it to the biggest heightened response possible, go outside barefoot in the ground and stand there and put your feet into the ground and feel the earth. Feel the grass or whatever whatever it feels like. Just Imagine you're a tree and the roots are going down into your feet and you are going into the earth. You're connecting with the earth. It's very grounding. Now, if you cannot get outside, you can still do the same thing, even with your shoes on. You can stand there and just imagine yourself as a very strong tree with roots just going into the ground and it is amazing how much that can reground you. It's amazing how much it can just make you think clearer. Yes, definitely something that is very helpful, especially when you have a break at work and you want to walk outside, pending the weather, of course. Yeah, it, all of these things are such great examples. And of course, we here at the Butterfly Connection also provide every week with our podcast a journaling exercise and I think that's another amazing example right there journaling 
is another way to spiritually connect, to get that balance in your life, to give yourself the self-care that you deserve to have. And we provide a guided journaling exercise every week. And so this week, we're definitely going to have one of those for you. So make sure you head on over to our website, www.butterflyconnection.com, under guided journaling, and you'll find one for this week's episode specifically about stressors and self-care, and and we'll have all sorts of wonderful goodies for you. Yes. And the great thing about this guided journaling exercise, we do have a meditation as well. This is really fantastic to do before the guided journaling exercise. And quite frankly, the meditation itself can be utilized really on a daily basis. You don't just need to utilize it for the guided journaling exercise. And these things are free for you to download and listen to. And we really, our intention is to help you in any way that we can along your way with self-care. Yes. So our, our call to action for you this week is get out your schedule books, look at your life, look at that, because, you know, we say our life is in our schedule, which is not true, but, <laughs> and see if you can carve yourself out 15 minutes a day to truly spend some time with yourself and give yourself the self-care that you deserve to have because you are worth it. Yes. And after you carve out those 15 minutes, head on over to our Facebook page. We would love to know what you are doing for self-care. We truly believe that as we come together as a community and share what we are doing, in order to create self-care and spiritual awareness and growth that we can provide tools and other ideas for one another with that. Because, you know, we just don't always think of the same things at the same time. So please come over. And uh, the Facebook group is just the Butterfly Connection. Please join and share with us any insights you have, any ideas. We really are creating a community of like-minded awakeners, and we would love to have you on board. Absolutely. Well, that is all for this week. We are so blessed that you were here to listen, and we look forward to another fantastic week of messages for you. Thank you for listening to The Butterfly Connection with Molly Ray Randall and Sarah Courtney. Check out our website at thebutterflyconnection.com and download our free weekly guided journaling exercises. We would love to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And join us next week for another soul-connecting conversation.